Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps Hiya My name's Chris, I'm here with Alan um, And... Uh, this is our podcast about wrestling, where we go to the wrestling and then talk about the wrestling. That we've been to. That we've been to. And it is now one forty-four am You know what that means. <sighs> where have we been? Uh, guess. See if you can guess. See if you can guess. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have just got back from Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton. Um... And their show, what it was a weird name. A, they didn't a tribute e- to Francois Trebek. Yeah, they didn't explain what that means. Yeah. I think it's an in joke. Oh, it's good when people do in jokes and then they just come out in public and they're still doing them. No, it's not. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so just a quick one: if you're thinking of doing that, if you've got a little joke that you and your mates do, and oh, you re- you find it really really funny with you and your mates. Um, consider that maybe doing it really loud all night long um, in within earshot of everybody else uh, may not be as funny. No. Um, just think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. You don't have to do anything about it. Just think about it. Yeah. Um, Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Starworks. Starworks. What is it called? Starworks Warehouse. You know what it's called. Yeah. Chocolate Starworks and the hot dog flavoured warehouse. Um, We're both very tired. Yeah, we are very tired. Yeah. One of us fell asleep in the car (laughs) and one of us was driving. So you work it out. Um, It was a Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Doing a Fight Club Pro show. Yeah. The end. Bye. (laughs) No, come on. We've got to do our usuals. Oh, okay. What do we do? We do Love the Graps, Not My Graps. What should we start with? Should we start with Love the Graps? Shall we? Yeah. We yeah. usually do, don't Let's we? Let's mix it up. We'll start with Love the Graps. <laughs> Hashtag Love the Graps. So three LTG. things Three things that we loved. And like, we um, it, we might get into this about this show, but um, the, 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 our points are quite sort of... Um, Vague, vague, ephemeral um, about this show. Um, let's get into it. So, love N- the graps. Number one. Numero uno. Um, they did a thing today uh, that they haven't really done, and I think this actually is going to play into a couple of our points mm. with love the graps today. Um, and they they said, here is a story... And we have a new villain for you. Yeah. And we've talked before about Fight Club Pro, about how we like stories. And yes. They used to do loads, and they've redone a lot lately. Yeah. And we've also talked that they haven't really got that many villains. Yeah. So in the last show, where they had a main event, and it was five villains versus five good guys, mm-hmm. they had to borrow a good guy for the villain team. Yes. Which, today, 
Maybe that was foreshadowing, Chris. Well, a little bit. <laughs> so, um, last month it was, yeah, five on five. Um, Chris Brooks' team against Travis Brank- Banks' team. Um, and Chris Brooks' team somehow had to, they drafted in Mark Haskins. Yeah, who'd just been a bloke. Yeah. Fight Pro. Um, yeah, just 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 doing Haskins. Yeah, just doing his Haskins character. You know, looking like ripped to the tits on cocaine. Yeah, very intense. Yeah, That's Haskins, isn't it? Yeah, just like um grumpy. Yeah, got a screwed up little face. Yeah, I'm gonna stomp around. Yeah, I'm gonna do some submissions. Um, and then yeah, just generally not really being my bag. Um, no. a bit we've spoken about it before on the podcast <laughs> you can go back and find older episodes where I've spoken about how much um, I'm not a huge fan of underdog Mark Haskins as a I perennial challenger I would recommend the Super Strong Style from last year from last yeah. year yeah yeah. Um, but today uh, at Fight Club Pro um, they opened with a scramble match I love a scramble match yes yeah. Um, and it looked like they were ignoring the fact that on the last show, Haskins was being a big old baddie yeah. by teaming with the baddies. And he was reluctant on the last show, but by the end of it, he was well into it. He was like, yeah, these are my yeah. teammates. I'm going to just get on with it. And did the scramble match. He was against El Fantasmo. Uh, Sean Custom, Martina, Session Moth, Omari and Kaylee Ray. Dan Maloney. And Dan Maloney. Oh yeah, there were seven of them, wasn't yeah. there? They added Session Moth came out after. Um, <clears throat> and Omari picked up the win. Yeah. And then Mark Haskins was like, oh, you, well, you, you're um, doing really well for yourself, but I don't like it. And then he hit him with the microphone. I think he said it made him sick. Yeah. We know someone with a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that could, could uh, that's, give that to Haskins. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's not really even an in-joke. It's just a, <laughs> it's very, very niche. But at least we haven't shouted it out. Yeah. Well, we've recorded it and put it out on the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, he beat him up. Yeah. And that's good. I think Omari needs something. Yeah for the next couple of months mm. and i think haskins definitely needs something yeah i like baddy haskins um he is an intense character mm. and we've mostly seen him in progress um over the past couple of years where he's just chasing the title and getting title opportunities title opportunities after title and opportunities. It just, yeah it just hasn't really worked um i like the idea that intense Haskins might be out to hurt people and yeah. fuck people's shit up. Also, Fight Club Pro need to bring themselves back in line with the um, British wrestling, um, you know, balance. Right. Um, so, obviously, Haskins is now, he's got to be evil across the board right. for British wrestling. So, yeah. yeah. So, good good for them for doing that. Yeah, well well done. Yeah, Because they've already, Pete Dunne, they've kind of moved into... His current position as, like, just yeah, he's Pete Dunn, WWE. UK he's ascended, hasn't he? Yeah, so we can cheer him. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's hovering twelve feet above the earth now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Though Haskins is is um, grumpy villain Mark yeah. Haskins, but more storylines. I'm yeah. quite happy about it, you know. And no real storylines featuring Shea Purser and Dan Maloney, which you can only be really happy about. Well, we'll see, won't we? Get into the next love the graps. Yeah. Um, and uh, somebody did involve Shea Purser in this match, mm. not in a way that Shea Purser normally gets involved in matches. Um. But Chris Brooks, love the graps, Chris Brooks being a complete dickhead. Yeah. We love Chris Brooks when he's a cock. <laughs> um, he got popular, didn't he, Chris? Sold some t-shirts, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the problem is if you want to sell those t-shirts, you've got to be cool, haven't you? And it is quite difficult to be cool and a real baddie. In fairness to Brooks, I don't think that's really like he. I don't think he went. I can sell some t-shirts. Oh no, I'm, no, I'm cool. No. He was selling t-shirts as a bad guy, and people enjoy selling the t-shirts. Is is re- yeah. redundant. It's not really part of this. But he was doing so well at being a recognizable villain. That eventually people were like, oh, he's so cool. I love him so much. I really really like him. Um, But Brooks tonight in the main event against Millie McKenzie. Beloved figure, Millie McKenzie. um, Did what Chris Brooks is very, very good at. And just acted a completely irredeemable and unlikable dickhead. Mm. Um, Now, the main event... Uh, did it was it perfect not really by any stretch of the imagination if i'm gonna like i there was some if you wanted to be super critical maybe it's a a little overbooked at the end yeah i didn't mind this so much because i i think they're definitely in a position where they're setting up storylines something that we've just spoken about with mark haskins but um, they're trying to get to some kind of story with Millie and Ginny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to just accept that Ginny's going to be in Fight Club Pro. <laughs> I can't harp on it forever. Um, I, I do like Ginny. I still think somebody else might have been better in the role for Fight Club Pro. Go back and listen yeah, to our last yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but they did ref bumps, runs. Dusty finish. A dusty finish. Uh, yeah, big old, oh, Millie McKenzie's won it. Her music's playing. Everybody's celebrating. She's raising the bell. And Shea Purser comes back to life and says, no, I ordered the match to be restarted because she yeah. used a weapon. Of course, she should have been disqualified. Um, but it's neither here nor there at this point. Yeah. Everyone, so that, that I, wasn't what bothered me. Yeah. But the, the match itself went a little bit too long yeah yeah um like i think after the the false finish there were probably a couple of like near falls too many yeah um and and i know we've kind i don't want to get this rep for being the the person who puts down the new talent let's destroy these newbies but there's a case to be made that maybe millie wasn't quite ready to be in the main event challenging for the fight club pro title i uh, if i'm holding her up against omari again go back and listen to last fight club pro episode um for our uh a take on on omari um or at least very specifically about that last show um but 
she is I'm completely on board and convinced of the character of Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Um, and the story that they've told with that character. Like proper scrappy underdog who has a unique style, I, I suppose. I, I think she does. In yeah. terms of women's wrestling in the UK, she, she there's not there's nobody quite doing that same thing. No. Maybe Laura Di Matteo was for for a time. Yeah, a little bit. Um uh she throws these suplexes that just, you know, defy logic, defy physics. Um suplexes often on bigger opponents, men, um generally. Um but I don't know, they seemed a bit off tonight step off mm. from where you might expect somebody in the main event of a of a yeah. fight club pro show to be um there was a moment a dive early on that didn't quite go quite right and maybe that yeah that kind of threw her yeah it can hit you if you if you get something wrong early yeah you know it can throw you off your game for the rest can't well it? i mean we saw it with um with lycos last year there, yeah. there was a sh- i can't remember which show it was but something went a bit off early in the match, and he he never really got it back. Yeah. Um, but they start they told a story, and definitely you know the crowd were on board with it. As I say, maybe a little bit too long, but part of that story was Brooks. Yeah. Just really establishing that he is the big bad in in. Fight Club Pro because yeah. recently there's been I mean he was out there t- tagging with Jonathan Gresham not long ago yeah completely like Jonathan Gresham and Travis Banks completely like yeah thumbs up look at this incarnation of yeah. CCK don't we all love it um, and of course know, there's the danger of it bleeding from progress and Rev Pro where he is a baby face yeah um, so yeah. Um on the next show they announced he's gonna be facing Miko Satamura, mm-hmm. who um I think's Mako Satamura's sister. Oh my god, I can't believe you're getting like um f- <laughs> picky about that. <laughs> um which will be good because she's kind of even already like a legendary figure in, in Wolverhampton and its environs with those fans. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good that he'll still be able to act the cock again. Mm. But then you've got the converse of that, that um, that'll be on either night one or night two of the DTTI. Yeah. And on the other night, it'll be tagging Jonathan Gresham again. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to either no. night one in Wolverhampton, night two in Manchester. But if I rocked up to one of those shows and it wasn't the one that he was <laughs> facing Mako Satamura on, I would be absolutely livid. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you're happy if you've got tickets to one of those shows. Yeah. Hopefully, I want you to be happy. I do. Yeah. I, do, I don't always, you know, give off that vibe, but I want everyone to be happy. I yeah. mean, not everyone. Some people I don't want it. And the fact that um, Brooks is, is facing Satamura kind of segs us into the third we're really good we're really good at this aren't we excellent podcasting that's what we are so third one is and it's it's more of a general point about fight club pro um and it's something we've not really talked about in all the time that we've talked about Fight Club Pro. but there are lots of examples of it on this show yeah um so it was particularly 
kind of resonant. Um, our friend John, your housemate John, mm. he he piped up from the, the back seat of the car, yeah, and uh, and put this kernel of an idea in yeah. our head. Um, that Fiker Pro doesn't have divisions. No. Um, you look at uh, the other promotions around. Um, set maybe attack. Um, attack similarly doesn't have kind of divisions. Um, there's there's no tag division in Fight Pro, although they have tag matches. There's no cruiserweight division. There's no hardcore division. There's no women's division. No. Everybody is part of the Fight Club. Um, and we saw that tonight in that Kaylee Ray and Martina were just thrown into the opening scramble yep. with the other fellas. Um, you had uh, quite a, a differential in one of the tag matches where you had Kyle Fletcher, who um, still young. Very slight. Yeah, he might fill out, uh, but he is a slender man. Mm. Not He's not the <laughs> slender man. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. I'm not outing him for that. No. Um, and opposite, a very girthy Jonah Rock. Yeah. Um, you know, there must have been a 300 pounds between them. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you had uh, a 17-year-old Minnie McKenzie in her first year. A girl. A, a girl yeah. against um, an evil man. Yeah. Um, in the main event. A seven foot tall evil yeah. man. And, you know, Fight Club Pro have had women's matches before. You know, we, we've seen plenty of ones where it's a woman yeah. against a woman. But it's never... It's never billed. Fight, Fight Club Pro women's division. Or the ladies. Ladies of Fight Club Pro. Foxy females of Wolverhampton yeah. division. Um, and I really like that. Because, I mean, we've spoken before on this podcast how we we like intergender wrestling yeah um it can be done really well, well i've said so often that women are just smaller men yeah even xwa did a show on the past weekend like which was specifically all about intergender mm. wrestling and they got a bit of kickback from it from certain corners of the internet um not talking specifically about the very controversial uh, word of sport section <laughs> um but more you know the the fact that say Doug Williams was taking on um Charlie Morgan um well <laughs> Doug himself came out and 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 was like well that's ridiculous I can you know anyone can beat anyone on yeah. their day like it's not a case of um man is stronger than woman yeah. like it I, <laughs> I mean, they often are. Men are often bigger than women, but wrestling is not all about size. No. Um, a smaller man. I mean, otherwise, you'd never believe Rockstar Spud could win any match he was in. No. And, and same with Paul Robinson. And the thing is, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna separate men and women, then you've got to start thinking. Well, like, if we're really being yeah strict. Um, you've you've got to start saying, well, we can't. We've got to have weight divisions. Yeah, we've got to go the way of boxing and combat sports, where like if you weigh between a hundred and twenty and a hundred and thirty pounds, then you fit into this particular yeah. weight class. Like, I, I'm not interested in that. No, um, maybe you are, but maybe wrestling isn't for you then. Yeah, but getting back to Fight Good Pro, I I just like it. Um. I like the fact that everybody's in there. Well, because, like, as you pointed out, like, like for instance, 
um, Carl Fletcher and Jonah Rock going up against each other. The story is part of the, or at least part of the story is the difference in size. Mm. Like that's wrestling is all about those stories, and it's the same with Millie and, and Brooks at the end. There, like the story is Brooks is the experienced, larger athlete who dominates the smaller, more inexperienced mm-hmm. athlete until she gets her moment yeah. to to get some offense in um and takes him by surprise like these are stories the whole the whole like if you if you're a wrestler and you're like i don't do intergender wrestling then you're not good enough at te- like it feels to me like you you don't feel confident enough at telling that story yeah like you just tell me a story tell the audience a story and make them believe it yeah you're that's your job um and i say it's, it's not even intergender if if you're a super heavyweight then you should be able to craft. Oh, I don't sell for small guys. Yes, yeah, fuck that. You know, I mean, there is there are certain things which physics will say perhaps you shouldn't do in your match. Yeah, but you get around it. Yeah, you know, you tell a story how a smaller man the can smaller be man chopping down man. the big tree. Like, yes. it just there's all sorts of ways around it. Yeah. Be creative. It's a create. It. It's not a sport. As much as you want to think it's a sport, it isn't. It's a performance medium yeah. and you're there to entertain and just tell us an interesting story yeah. and the audience will go along on that ride. Kind of moaning a bit there, Chris. Shall we go into Not My Graps so you can do some real moaning? Mm. Well, yeah, let, go on then. Um, where should we start? Um, let's start with a match which a lot of people <clears throat> would have really loved tonight. Mm-hmm. And... Neither of us hated it. No. And there's a very specific reason yeah. that it's that it's in this section. Yeah. Um, and that's a match between uh, David Starr yeah. and surprise guest. And it was a massively well-received surprise. People were just yeah, jumping yeah, about it. Yeah, they did. They jumped out um, of seats. Volta. Volta. Yeah, who's a bit of the man of the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's getting kind of plaudits everywhere. He's getting bookings in America and stuff. And, yeah. Um, and... They proceeded to have, um, it wasn't entirely one-sided, um, but the match, the story of the match was basically that Valter beat the shit out of David Starr. Yeah. To the point where David Starr could not continue. Um, I felt a little uncomfortable watching it. I don't know about you. Yeah. It was a bit visceral. A bit real, yeah. So, <clears throat> I think I, I think out, between the two of us, I think I enjoyed it a bit more than you did. Um, I think you also got some. You, you, you aren't a massive fan of Walter going I'm into not a huge fan match. of Walter. No, I, I don't see what everybody else sees yeah. in him. Um, that's not to say I don't like him. Yeah. Well, I think he's a. I think he is a unique attraction in in wrestling mm. and in british wrestling um i think he brings something that n- nobody else is bringing yeah um i think like matt riddle he, he has a certain sort of style that kind of sets him apart from other people mm. but getting back getting back to this match i made a point earlier that it made me feel the way 
watching death matches makes me feel. Yeah. In that I feel very uncomfortable. Like I have this little knot in the pit of my stomach. Like I, I people are they're genuinely gonna be hurting after this. Yeah. And and it's not like <clears throat> so I, I've 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 spoken to wrestlers and, and, and heard wrestlers in interview that like that there's different styles in wrestling mm. and some of them are probably more dangerous than others in terms of serious injuries that are going to keep you on the shelf for longer. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know Jimmy Havoc has, has, has talked about deathmatch wrestling a lot um, and how he feels that actually his style of deathmatch wrestling is a lot safer than being dropped on your head and suplexed loads and loads, like taking neck bumps every night. Like it is a lot safer to have to pick up some um, small bits of glass or thumbtacks or or um, or, or whatever um, from your back and your face yeah. and your skin um, than you know to be potentially risking a neck injury from landing funny. Um, and I, I've spoken to wrestlers who feel similarly about this style of match where it's lots of strikes. Mm. So they, they would rather be doing lots of chops and lots of, you know, hard strikes than taking lots of bumps. Yeah. And and there weren't loads of bumps in this match. In ter- uh, and when I talk about bumps, I'm talking about taking big suplexes yeah. and you know where you got to land on your back and your shoulders. Um, there there was lots of chopping, mm. but I think what makes death matches and what makes this sort of style so difficult to watch in certain ways and so enjoyable in other ways yeah. is that you can relate to that you can like we've all been slapped one time or another we've all done a bloody belly flop off the side into the pool Mm. we know what that feels like to get that full contact loud noise and and but you also know the difference between a loud percussive slap and a dull thud yeah as well you can I, i think you can relate to the pain that's being inflicted more so than somebody doing a reverse hurricane runner it's like i don't really understand what's happened there without them dying yeah one of my issues about it um is that the the dynamic of it is that david Starr is uh very charismatic very popular um very affable people really like him he work, does good merch you know, mm-hmm. he works the merch stand really well. You just can't help but like David Starr. Um, Volta, um, particularly in this match, was just an unstoppable killing machine. And so it was kind of like seeing your best mate getting beaten up. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Um, and you did mention that there is an, there's an ongoing story that David Starr can't beat Volta. Yeah. And this is maybe playing into that. But for me, as someone who goes to Fight Club Pro every month, we've seen David Starr at Fight Club Pro. Mm. We'll probably see David Starr more at Fight Club Pro because he comes over, does lots of tours over here. Um, I don't know. Perhaps we will. Um, I don't know that we'll see too much more of Volta. It's the first time we've seen him there for seven years. Um, but this was the kind of match which should play into something where Volta kills people we like until someone manages yeah. to stop him doing that and i i i don't know 
going in because I the way things work. If if I knew he was a regular member of the roster, um, and he was doing this, and I knew that somewhere down the line he was going to get his comeuppance for this, I might be a bit more comfortable I, with with the the punishment. Yeah dealt out and and i see i see part of your point there i think part of the reason for having this sort of a match on on this card though is that this is the what the volta show this is what mm. he does when yeah. you get volta on a card he is gonna absolutely smack the living shit out of someone to the point where their chest might be bleeding at the end of it to the point where they're unable to continue the match. That's that's what you get from Volta. And it was very much an exhibition match in that regard. And I don't I mean I don't completely agree with the concept that David Starr is a Fight Club pro regular and not a regular and, and but, like and yeah. should be protected any more than anybody else who's there. Because he he, he come he's been there he go, comes over maybe three three shows out of a year. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm I'm not saying a regular but Given that you said it's it's the Volta show, mm. and there will be people there who, and there were, and with with good reason, because I've I've been in that position with different people where I want. To, I've always said that the easiest way to book Samoa Joe is to just put him against someone you don't like and have him kick their face off. Um, would it not have been a bit better to have the Volta show against somebody we don't? have any feelings yeah, for yeah, or maybe. have negative feelings for maybe a Dan Maloney yeah maybe but then we'd be getting into a situation where we're going I don't like that because they should be doing storylines with Dan Maloney well yeah but pr- like, maybe not Dan Maloney then maybe you know a Jordan Devlin or just someone that we're not if they'd have if they'd have had somebody come in Stevie boy or something like that where you're like I'm not invested in that person and he's yeah. going to come in and just play the villain and get yeah, that might have been a bit out better. of him, but and and <clears throat> I think I, I I think David Starr's an interesting choice for this role because he has a history with Volta. Mm. Take that out of it because we're we're not considering that there. But also, people really want to see Volta and they really want to see him beat people up. Yeah. So let's try and balance that by having him beating up somebody that we all really like. Mm. So there is a bit of a conflicted storyline because we're actually rooting for him to keep going, to not quit in the face of somebody who we mm. are enjoying watching beat somebody up. So the, uh, like I say, th- this, this, we've put this under not my graps. Yeah. And that's because be- of some of the faces we were making during the Oh the match. yeah, it definitely I think it made us both feel a little bit uncomfortable watching it. And it's not something I would want to watch on every single show. Same way I don't want to watch death mm. matches on every single show. It is a spectacle. Volta is very much man of the moment and this is what he does. Um People love it. People do love it. Yeah. And I, I don't dislike it. It's just, it's a weird one. And we put it in here so that we could have a conversation about it more than anything. Yeah. Um, just what I'll say is next time he's back there, Fight Club Pro, feed him someone I hate. Okay, I might be, I might be a bit more happy about that. Who who do you hate? Um, Jordan Devlin. Well, I don't hate Jordan Devlin. I hate the character of Jordan Devlin. Well, should we move on then and talk yeah. about Jordan Devlin? Yeah, let's talk about... Well, we're not talking specifically about Jordan No, let's Devlin. talk about the the match that Jordan Devlin was in and, yeah. and particularly one particular bit about it. Yeah. Um, so, not my graps. Um, we had a match between 
Jordan Devlin and MK McKinnon. MK McKinnon recently come back from a illness that's kept him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he came back, must be like six months ago now. That's Infinity. Yeah, came but back. he'd kind of been floating around. Yeah. Doing little appearances Pete as conscience. Pete Dunne's imaginary conscience. Um, and he's been back having uh, the occasional match. This is his first singles, well, outside of the Infinity Tournament, mm. his first singles match uh, back with Fight Club Pro. And the match ended kind of abruptly. Yeah, I'm not sure that was the end. It was a big move. Top yeah. rope, Spanish fly. Yeah. Um, but it ended with MK McKinnon visibly injured. Yeah. He he wasn't moving. I mean, he was moving, but he was still like, um, yeah. so it wasn't like a neck injury. It was, it was holding his knee. Yeah. It clearly, something had happened. It looked like um, when they came down, Jordan Devlin's leg came down on top of MK's leg. And right. there was either a kind of a bending the wrong way kind of thing or a serious kind of like, um, some kind, we're not battery. doctors. We're yeah. not doctors. I know you might think we're really. Yeah, we don't uh, even medical. play with them on TV. No, uh, we're not medical professionals of any kind. Yeah, but it was it was clear that he was hurt. Yeah, and and that is not my grabs. Yeah, you really sort of feel for someone who has spent so long out of the ring. I believe it was like a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, we were there when he gave his little yeah. speech and said that he had a heart condition and was going to have to step away from the ring. Obviously, he feels that that is cleared up. Is yeah. that the right phrase? I guess, yeah. Um, to the point where he could come back to the ring, um, and 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 then to have this happen, which I don't know. I don't know how bad it was. It no. seemed pretty bad in the minute, though, because he yeah. did, he couldn't walk out of a, of his own volition. So they no. had to be carried out. Um, I hope it's not terrible. Yeah. Should we talk briefly about the match? Though? Yeah, um, I was. I was just going to say that um, if it is um, an injury that is not too serious, mm. um, but does cause him to uh, take a little step back again for just just a couple of months, it might not be the worst thing. No, um, because he's MK because he missed all that time, and that was a time when um, Britress advanced very very rapidly. Um, He's he's playing catch up, yeah. And I don't think he's quite there yet. No. Um. And the match against Devlin was not the kind of match that we've been seeing Devlin having recently. Um. Devlin has has really be, become a revelation to us. He's really turned around. Yeah. Somebody that we didn't like at all, um, has become a kind of a highlight on these shows. Hmm. And it's mostly through kind of fast, high-impact matches, often multi-man matches, but even the singles matches we've seen him have with Travis Banks, um, mm-hmm. there was a notable one last year. It's been pow, 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 pow. Um, and this was not. No. No. I I was just... This just occurred to me. I wonder whether MK is suffering from the fact that he's just working Fight Club Pro. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah. his name pop up on any other shows. So if you're coming back, if you're like working again for the first time ever, like how are you ever going to get up to pace of like, and Fight Club are, you know, British wrestling is at its peak right now yeah. in terms of 
popularity, but also in terms of the level of performance from the guys at the top. So and and Fight Club are up there. Yeah. So in, for in terms you, of the shows they're putting on and the live crowds they're attracting, yeah, they're up there with with the progress. Yes. Yeah. So the for you to come back from a long time out and to expect to be able to perform at that level without regular in ring you know conditioning mm. um you know shaking off that ring rust yeah it might be that it like i don't see how you can possibly get to the pace of like a travis banks mm. a tyler bait that you just can't yeah like you know even even the, you know people like omari and millie mckenzie they're working more regularly than him mm-hmm. and i feel like that's kind of always been a little bit of a thing with fight club like trent only ever worked Fight Club Pro for a yeah. very long time. Um, I feel like there's this weird little bubble where they're like, yeah, well, we've got that, we can work. Like, don't have to work anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that we're can super, be okay. We're superstars there. Um, but there are eyes on you now, you know. It's yeah. more eyes than ever. But hopefully, it's not a bad injury. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to come <clears> back. But, yeah, maybe just... Try and work out what it is you're doing because you made a, a point that um, the whole MK McKinnon thing um, is kind of being done by Haskins. That yeah, kind of like style. He, yeah, that kind of character. Yeah, and and Haskins is off at a canter. Yeah, you know he's been doing it for you know. I mean, maybe with a Haskins turn, it leaves that. Well, yeah, that baby face Haskins pocket, pocket but, open um, there, but um, he's not quite at the pace that that Haskins is. Um, But get well soon, Milton Keynes, McKinnon. Yep. Um, Let's wind it up then with one last Not My Graps. Um, Tragic, really, really tragic. Really tragic. Um, We, uh, one of the real highlights of our last um, wrestling trip up to Preston um, was a man by the name of Sugar Dunkerton. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, he... Wasn't booked tonight. He was there. He was there. Selling he merch. turned up. He's selling merch. But f- somehow, when we had a seven-person open scramble match, couldn't find a spot for him on the card. Yeah, which is a crime. Yeah. Because imagine that, that basketball tip-off yeah. with seven men. Yeah. Imagine the whole crowd singing, sugar, da 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 etc. Yeah. Um, it it would have just made yeah. my night. He, he he's kind of i mean and maybe it's not as spread as wide as as we <laughs> think but um he, he was you know a charismatic highlight from the uh, pcw shows yeah. we went to um i know that all of the a lot of the shows that he has been on um he's been a real highlight uh, yeah. it's just a shame like especially with you know with fight club pros chikara ties um in the past it might have been nice to to have another uh, yeah. alumni on there. Um, alas, it was not to be. No. Right. Um, but he seemed to be having a nice time, yeah, glad handing. Yeah. And it's next to Susie. Yeah. Um, Susie from Love the Yeah, Rats well, that's what they'd, Facebook group. They, they'd put the people who weren't wrestling on the show <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah, Susie wasn't booked yeah, either. She wasn't working. No, she, wasn't. she was furious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she was she she was like, I want to take on Volta. Yeah, Found she out brought Volta a gear was on the card. Yeah, do you know Susie knew that Volta was there? Yeah, and didn't tell us. Yeah, and she kept that secret. Yeah, well done, Susie. Yeah, because it was a nice big surprise. Yeah, saved us from having Adam Brooks, didn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I honestly thought we might have had um, the Sugar Dunkerton against David Starr, which I would have been all right with. That would have been a great match. Yeah, it would have been a lot of fun. A very different match. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have been what a murder. What if it wasn't? What if, what <laughs> what if, if what Sugar, Sugar Dunkerton, Dunkerton had murdered David yeah, Starr? Yeah, he's just like... Though I hear I hear you do strong style here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Yeah. But instead yeah. of um chopping them he's just used a basketball the yeah. whole time. So All right. Um well now it's got very late, so should we wrap it up? Yes. Yeah. Um so get on internet, mm-hmm. do internet things on Twitter yeah. at Love the Graps, Facebook group. It's all going down on yeah, Facebook. I'm loving group. it. Um, John, what? Go on to Apple Podcasts. It's not oh. uh, not iTunes anymore. Apple oh, Podcasts, right. although you can do it via iTunes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> get on your Apple Podcasts app and rate and review the podcast. Yeah. It really helps those algorithms. <laughs> um, but yeah, just do it. Just do it. If you do it, I'll mention you. Well, Alan will because I won't collate that information. Alan will. Yeah, and then that might help us get a sponsor one day. Yeah. Talking of which, oh, I need to DM Wimpy. I saw Dan Reed yeah. saying that he was taking his foreign wrestlers yeah. f- to Wimpy. Did he? When was he saying that? Yeah. Which ones? He promised to take uh, Jocelyn oh, right. for a bender in a bun. Incredible. Yeah. Didn't give us any credit. No. I mean, he won't be listening to this because it's after the Not My Grap Show he switches off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Dan Reed, um, yeah. So get on the Facebook group. Yeah, uh, maybe give Dan Reed some stick about. Well, I'll <laughs> ask him. How did your trip to Wimpy go? Yeah, um, and uh, we will be back at some point. Yeah, we, we've got, we've got nothing an Eve show in a couple week, of weeks, um, but we might try and do a show. We, sorry, there wasn't a show last week. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, we've given everybody a couple yeah. extra shows in the past few um, weeks. But so. yeah, the next official <clears throat> official show will be Eve. Yeah, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I am. I like wrestling, honestly. Um, but yeah, uh, it is now 20, 25. Two, no, oh, God's sake, I'm so tired. 2.25 in the morning. That is a reasonable time to go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons out of time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach